Are you hungry for more? You know what life has to offer. You sense it is radiating magic, but perhaps you feel like you're just not fully nourished by all there is to embody. Welp, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. Here and now. Just what the doctor ordered. Welcome to the conversation, Well and Why, where we feast on fuel for the soul. These topics are designed to ignite that fire and maximize our human potential. Together, we can heal the system. Alone, we can heal our bloodline. Bon appetit! Because, you know, we're, we're moving into a different time frame and space. And, you know, like, again, you know, you want to seize opportunities in the moments and you don't want to let anything that doesn't resonate with you anymore get in the way of that. So welcome back to Well and Why, a spiritually nutritious production. I am your host, Allie. This is where we talk all things lifestyle design, the growth mindset, and it is inspired by wellness. I've recently started incorporating a little breath work into the beginning of these episodes because I feel like it just puts us into a better place while we're listening and learning and embodying what it is that we can take from these conversations. So I'm going to do it with you. We're going to breathe in, hold, exhale, and hold for four seconds each, and I will follow along. So sit up straight, your shoulders back and down, inhale. Hold, exhale, hold. Ah, all right, ready to go. <laughs> this week's episode is with Siobhan. Siobhan is so adorable. I enjoyed this conversation so much. We are talking tarot with Shay here today. <laughs> And we discuss making career pivots by way of creative pursuits and side hustles. And we also talk about astrology, tarot cards, intuition, which seems to be a recurring topic on this podcast from my own observations, and pivoting from one phase of life to the next. My favorite thing we touched on about pivoting is thinking about that one small little breadcrumb followed by another, putting together an entire yellow brick road. We also touch on faking it till you make it, what that means to be open-minded in today's day and age, and how taking time to ourselves is ridiculously important in regards to listening in on what we need and how to get it. So I just wanted to briefly apologize for the audio. I don't think I heard any issues with it while we were recording, but it's possible it was just the deck of tarot cards Siobhan pulls for us. Spoiler alert! (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. Siobhan, you are incredible keep doing you girl and i'm so excited to see where you take it enjoy siobhan you and i worked together and helped open up one of manhattan's best restaurants in union square abcv this is a jean george restaurant for those foodies out there and it was quite a fascinating experience to be a part of i must say We always bonded over talking about astrology and dating, but today I'm so excited to discuss what you're working on now as well as pivoting your creative venture. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, of course, of course. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for inviting me. We go way back. Oh my God, V is like, it's been like, um, I feel like almost like four years now. Yeah, it was the end of 2016. Or no, wait, the beginning of 2017, maybe. 
Um, for me, well, for me, I start, uh, it was the end of 2016. Cause I remember I officially like went over there, um, like right after the new year. So yeah, definitely like okay. 2017 ish. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think I started December of 2016. So it was right going into the new year. Wow. That was such an interesting time. <laughs> oh my God. Seriously. It was, it was like a whirlwind because, um, the job that I was with before I had just let, um, I was there for, I was there for three years. And, um, you know, it was weird because I felt like everything with that job was kind of perfect. Um, it was close to my home. Um, I was bartending there and like, I was making really good money and, um, most of my friends were there. Like it was, it was just perfect, but it's funny cause I had a conversation with someone cause I'm very spiritual and I was dating a guy at the time that, um, told me that I was about to enter my sad in return. And I didn't know what that meant at the time. I was just like, okay. So I went to go look it up, you know, and it talked about, you know, you know, Saturn is like the planet that's like, you know, they call it the father planet and, you know, it talks about tough lessons. Um, Saturn also takes about maybe like 28, 29 ish years to like come back to the place where you were first born. So it was very interesting that um, at my 28th birthday, um, which is around the time I went to V, I started feeling, you know, very uncomfortable. Like, you know, what else could I be doing with my life? Like, I, like I just started feeling like I need to be, I need to be doing more. So that job that was super comfortable became extremely uncomfortable, which is why I ended up at V in the first place. Wow! No way. Yeah. Isn't it funny what makes those decisions happen? Seriously. Seriously, like it's it's wild, but that that's the funny thing, you know. Like an esoteric belief, they you know they they say as above, so below, because um, people truly believe like you know we're ruled by the stars, and like there's you know things that happen and in astrology that kind of like shift your life into different gears, you know. Because I was again, I was completely fine at that job. Like there was nothing, there was no need for me to like want to leave or whatever. Like you know, granted, it wasn't my career or like my I thought my future, but I was just like, yeah, I got some time, I'll figure it out. But like suddenly it was like some lights like just clicked on and I was like, oh, no, this is not this is not it. You know, so it was very interesting. Yeah. Fascinating. Wow. What uh, led you to V? What led me to V? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, good question. Well, I had just moved to the city that fall and I was temping and somebody that I was temping with one day at some kind of agency he worked at ABC Kitchen, I believe. Mm -hmm. So he was telling me that they were opening up V. He told me about it. It was how it was like, you know, plant-based, tapas style kind of situation. And I thought that was awesome. And I had, I have a certificate in holistic health coaching. So I was just like, whoa, that's a really cool place to be. So then I went in, interviewed and got it. And it was because I was temping in the city for my first opportunity and um, met this guy. Nice. I know. So nice. I ended up at V and I, and I, for me, I knew it was really temporary. I just needed something other than temping. Right. And um, that's why I never really worked that hard to make it to the top because I was like, before I get there, I, I think I just want to get out of here, you know? So, yeah. so that's why I think like, it was a weird place to be because in order to be there, you have to work really hard to stay and to get to where you want to go. But I was like a badass back waiter, if I do say so yes, myself. Yes, you can, you can. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. I just, I did the bare minimum of what I needed to know in the menu. But mm -hmm. like physically, I worked my ass off running around on that floor. Yes. So yeah. And so I was just like, okay, I'm just going to work as hard as I can 
in the position that I'm in, but like also try to get out. But then I actually started hurting my my uh, sternum. My sternum started hurting from holding the plates on all mm-hmm. like all the dirty dishes on the left side of my body since that was the rule and running up and down those stairs with all those plates on the one side of my body. And I was trying so hard to stay in alignment and with good posture that I might have overcompensated and something happened to my sternum and I started having like this horrible mm-hmm. sternum pain in my chest, which was crazy. And I wow. went to the manager and I was like, I, I called my mom that like one night on the shift and I was like, mom, I think I'm going to quit tonight. And, and she was like, um, I mean, yeah, sure. Like do what you got to do. And, um, yeah. And I was like, you know what, if I jump, maybe something will catch me, you know? And then the manager, I did either that night or that next night quit. I think after that shift I quit or like during or something, I was like, I'm just going to give in my two weeks now. And, um, and then the manager was like, Oh, do you have somewhere else to go? And I was like, not really. And he goes, Oh, well, why don't you work in the basement? Um, in the, what's that called? The, the call center, the receptionist or reservations. Yeah. He was like, why don't you go down in the reservations office and you can look for a job while you're on the job. And I was like, we've got ourselves a deal. (laughs) That's so lit. Wow. Yeah. No, it was really great. And it was like a more, it was still, it was around the same money because at the time we weren't making very much money on the floor. So even though it was only like $12 an hour or something, it was stable. I knew what I was getting at the end of the night and still looking for a job and it wasn't hurting my body. Nice. Yeah. Good. It worked out for you. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. It really did. And then I think I was on the job when I found my next job. I don't, I don't remember, but yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay, so now you're working with tarot cards, right? Yes. Let's pull some. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you know what's so funny? Like, I actually, like, I have my cards sitting here too. I was just like, I got this deck called Modern Witch. I'm gonna hold it up so you can see it. This is literally oh, my favorite deck. It's um, so cute. It's so cute. So all the the pictures, they're all women. Um women of all shades, sizes, and everything. Just like whoever, the the lady that made the deck, she's just like all about like women empowerment, which is so yeah. great. I love that. Yeah. That's such a cute cover. It's really cute. And the cards are like very detailed as well. Wow. Um, wait, have you ever had a beauty done for you? I have, yes. Nice. Um, I know. So like, yeah, so for me, I, I've been doing this now. So this is still very new for me. Um, like around September, I started. And so I'm still, you know, like a, a work in progress, still learning more about it. But um, I'm learning more to like rely on my intuition than anything else. Some people like they like to reference books and, um, you know, different, different things. But I'm learning to kind of like get a feel of the cards and like, you know, kind of like meditating over them to to see what messages um, the, the cards bring. Yeah, I love that. So what got you into this in the first place? So um when I got to to work at V, you know, it was a lot. And fast forward to the beginning of the pandemic, you know, I went to Puerto Rico and when I came back, like everything just became chaotic. Like I think I worked for three days before the restaurant had to shut down and we all had to like, you know, jump on unemployment. Um, I knew unemployment didn't pay that much. So I was just sitting there like, man, like what am I going to do? Because, you know, everyone was saying that they're going to be closed, you know, for like two weeks, but somehow I knew it was not going to be two weeks. I was like, this is like a whole situation that has just gone out of control. Like there's no way that they can open back up within two weeks. 
Mm-hmm. So I was just like, oh my God, like, what am I going to do? Like, I was literally just freaking out because for me, like security is very important, you know? Mm-hmm. And I got in contact with one of my friend, a really good friend of mine, this an astrologer. And, you know, we were talking about a bunch of things and he was just randomly pulled some cards for me. And one of the cards that came out um, was the, the full card which basically represents, you know, um, you know, like having optimism and, and taking risk and trusting, you know, like the universe that whatever decisions that you make, you know, you'll land back on your feet or it'll be something that you need. And I don't know, for some reason, I felt like it was something I needed to hear and it resonated with me. Um, also, I had a bunch of friends that, you know, people are always like, Siobhan, you give such good advice and, you know, you're like so spiritual and all these things. And a friend of mine suggested that I get into tarot. And I was just like, hmm, now I had nothing against it. But I was just like, I don't know. Like, I don't think that's for me. And then another friend that came up with her and she told me, she was like, you know, you have to make someone buy the deck for you because your first deck, um, you shouldn't buy it yourself. I heard there's like bad luck. I'm, I'm not oh, sure. No. I just bought yeah. my first deck. Oh, did you? Oh, no. I, mean, I don't know if it's true. I don't know if it's true. I feel like it's the intention. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shit. So I was just like, <laughs> I was going around talking to all my friends, like, oh my God, can you buy me a tarot deck? Because I just want to see if it resonates with me. And my friend, you know, she took me with her so I could choose it myself. And that was the first one that I picked up because it just called to me. And I was like, I really think this is for me. Like I draw cards so much. Like I, I it, it was something that I wanted to do all the time. Like I draw cards for myself. And for practice, I draw cards for friends. And people like really love, you know, whatever messages that I I you know, I give to them and I was just like, yo, I think this is definitely something that I need to incorporate with my life. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was something that just, it just stuck to me. So I really feel like this is going to be like one thing that's a part of, um, the things that I do. Yeah. I love it. And I was just going to say, you got, you're really good at shuffling those too. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> let's see, like, let me see if I can, hopefully you can see the, there's no clear yeah. on it. So this card um, is the Eight of Wands. And um, so in tarot, um, wands would represent uh, the fire element. And fire is, you know, kind of like passion and how you kind of like, you know, like tackle the day-to-day world. Um, So with the Eight of Wands, like especially if you look closely at the card, you can see this lady. She's on her motorcycle. She's just like, like almost on a mission. And for me, I kind of get like, you know, it's, it's like go time. So like, if you have any like plans or projects or things that you desire, it's like, now is the time. Like just go ahead and and dive deep into it. You always want to have a little bit of a plan though. You don't want to just like always just jump in without like fully knowing things. Sometimes you can, because, you know, some people, if you know, they'll stall, you know, they won't make a leap at all if they think that they don't know anything but sometimes in the midst of not knowing things you start to learn that's how you learn Mm -hmm. but definitely this is I would say this is time to get anything started that you are um you know you've been thinking about any projects wow Um, maybe I'll draw like two more yeah wow look what just fell out the chariot Again, just emphasizing the, you know, just just getting things started and um, just going full, full uh, throttle with it. Wow. Um, let's see what else we pull. Ooh. Ooh. We got the lovers. Ooh. I, yo, this card, I, every time I see this, I love this card. Um, so sometimes um, people, so with, with love, it's, you know, it's very universal. So it could be you know, someone on the way, 
Um, it could also be maybe something with love within yourself, maybe checking in on you, especially during this time, you know, like it's, it's a lot of like energy, emotions, you know, it's winter time. I feel like, um, it's very important to check in with yourself and make sure that, you know, that you're good. You're okay. Like, you know, be open and honest, you know, this time I feel like has allowed people to like sit with themselves, which is something that's very hard to do, believe it or not. Like most people don't want to sit with their, with, within themselves. You know, it's, it's like you deal with your thoughts and sometimes your own thoughts can be scary, but I feel that, um, until you're able to be comfortable with who you are, it's going to be hard for you to like really be able to like truly be comfortable with other people as well. So I think that self-love and checking in on yourself is very important. Um, but again, it can also be love as well. It could be love as, you know, love in the air. Valentine's Day is pulling up. So oh, <laughs> you, never, yeah. you never know. Uh, oh, I'm open. <laughs> I'm open too. Super open. <laughs> <laughs> um, sure, like, maybe, I feel like I want to draw like one more. Okay, possible. cool. Yeah, I love this. I can't believe two out of the three of those had a mi- motorcycle woman on there. Exactly. You know, like I'm telling you, like I, I look at things like that too. I'm like, that's that's definitely confirmation for sure. Yeah, and I've been feeling that way a lot lately. Just like I am ready, like rev that fucking engine. You know, <laughs> like let's go, let's bring it. <laughs> we got this. Me too. Like that, literally, how I feel. Like the energy is such like, and it's the perfect time because you know you you have the time to like sit down and like really um get in touch with what like your passions are and things like that. You know, like I mean, for those that have been you know like laid off and like there's not nothing happening right now. It's it's kind of like bringing the hustle out of you almost. You know, like what else can I do? to um to sustain myself but also what can I do that will sustain myself and make me feel passionate make me feel like you know like this is for me you know because that's what I've been basically doing that's how I jumped into the cards but look what came up right now oh shit the devil card I definitely feel um any qualities that are you know like addictive behaviors need to be addressed like, I feel like, especially right now with the energy, this is not the time to like want to, you know, escape. And, you know, I don't know if it's drinking or if it's like drugs or if it's sex or thing, you know, food even. Like, I I feel like a lot of people have gained so much weight through quarantine, which is funny because it was the opposite for me. I definitely like slimmed down a bit. Um, I don't know because I was focused on so many things. There was, you know, stress involved and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But any any addictive qualities, this is the time to address it because when you're trying to like achieve something, and you have to kind of go full throttle, it's hard when you have distractions, you know? Um, this is a time where you have to focus in on the things that you want because when you want things, you kind of have to give up on other things. I wish I could, like, people could see me, th- like, you know, hold up the cards as I'm talking. I know, I know. Yeah. It's so helpful, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's definitely important to, like, obviously, you know, you want to check in yourself to see if if there are any addictive qualities and, you know, figure out how you can address them, you know, whether it's, like, therapy or talking to, like, really good friends or, like, just figuring out like a, for me, I really love, um, what do you call it? Like I love having structure. So like, for instance, I get up and I have all these intentional oils, um, that I use when I say my mantras, I say things like, uh, I matter. I love myself. I'm a money magnet. You know, I got mm-hmm. my businesses are going to bring me all kinds of money and make me like meet um, different people that I need and stuff like that. Like I say like all these mantras in the morning time. Um, I also try to drink like herbal tea. I really try to get yoga in, but I'm like half and half with it. Sometimes I'm a little lazy about it, but, um, but when I do do it, I love it. I feel like refreshed. 
Um, I definitely always go for a walk. I always go, I, I live right by a park, like a huge park that's like right by the river. And I'm always walking along the river, stretch my legs, you know, get some cardio in, but also like to free my mind a little bit. So for me, when I get into a routine, it helps me to stay on track with what um, I need to do. I also try to delete social media here and there because I feel like if I don't, I'm going to be scrolling and scrolling and scrolling away. Like that's definitely my addictive quality. Oh my God, it's ridiculous. I was just going to say thank you for pointing that out to me. <laughs> like what do, what do I do? That's bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Like I, I delete the apps like maybe like for a few days and I'll come back just because I do like a lot of promotional things as well. So I kind of have to have them. But when I need a break to get creative, I just delete them. It's the only way. That. For like a weekend or a day? Like, is it just like 24 hours? Yeah, like for like a few days. Um, I think I, I would I would be able to do it for longer. But again, because I do use a social media platform to like promote stuff right. for my own like personal things, like um, not personal, but like, you know, like entrepreneur type stuff. It's yeah. kind of hard not to have them, you know? So I, 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 what I tell myself is let me just do a few days so I can get some stuff done. As long as I get like um, whatever set things done that I need, I feel accomplished, you know? And, and right. that's good. Baby steps. Definitely baby steps. Yeah. Another way to go about that maybe, and so, this is, you know, some advice for me too, is to really kind of like put it on the calendar and, mm-hmm. and organize stuff and organize posts and, and content, you know, at certain mm-hmm. times, certain days, and then, you know, go on just to post it or something and then redelete it and don't worry about the outcome or something. Yes. Yes. I think that's good too. Yeah, definitely. It's going to look different for all of us, you know? So I, I I try not, I I give like examples, but I don't get too deep into them because I want for people to be able to um, take that and see how it will work out for them. Cause sometimes you get too like structured. People are like, Oh, I don't know if I could do this and that's Mm -hmm. okay. It might not be for you, but you know, these are just examples and you know, you might have to like kind of search within your own realm to figure out what it is or what it's going to look like for you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you for mentioning that. Yeah, I love that because actually I was watching with my mom uh, the most recent Bachelor episode with Matt oh James. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he was on the date with Serena P. And and she was talking about how her dad, you know, lived the life of high school, college, work, family, house, you know, or whatever the, the proper order is, quote unquote, and how she just did it differently. And, and it's like not always respected or understood. And it's like, it's oh not God. the same way just does not work for every person. So we have to just like be okay with that, that we all have our own nonlinear paths. Girl, you just gave me chills because, oh my God, first of all, so there's this app that I love uh, called the pattern. Basically it's an app that based on the time that you were born, they can kind of like, whatever, you know, they see where, what planets were, um, aligned during your birth and they can see, they, they can tell you like basically the patterns that you have. Um, wow. like for instance, one of my patterns, it says that I'm, um, grounded and confident and grounded, which is so funny because people tell that to me a lot, which is hilarious because deep down inside, I'm super shy. But what people see, they always say, like, I definitely get confidence and, you know, all these things. And I'm like, OK, well, like, I'm glad that I exude that, you know what I'm saying? So because sometimes I get super nervous, like, oh, my God, I don't know. But <laughs> this app, Ali, I don't know if you know the time that you were born, but if you do, you have to get it because it will blow your mind. But mm-hmm. one of the things that it said in the app was that um, I was meant to do things differently than others and that I have to accept that. 
which is funny because when I think about it, like I really do do things different than others. I, it doesn't seem different to me, but when I mention, you know, when I start talking about my spiritual stuff with people, they're like, oh, I've never heard of that. Or I don't know that. I'm just like, oh, and people are always trying to box me in, in a sense to, you know, telling me that I have to do things like this and I'll try it, you know, just to see, but I, I always never end up doing it. I always end up doing my own thing, literally. So you saying that was just like confirmation. It's true. Like some people really have to do things differently. And, Definitely. but that's the beauty of it, though. It's, it's it, because imagine if we all had to do something the same, but you couldn't do it. You know, what does mm-hmm. that like, you know, how does that leave you feeling? Right. So I think it's beauty in, you know, doing things differently, honestly. Yeah. Because we're not going to succeed if we're trying to do things in other people's ways. But actually, this is, not, have you ever heard of mychart.thecosmicrx.com? No. I highly suggest that. I'm going to link that in this episode, but I'll send you the link after this. My friend showed me this this weekend. And basically, mm-hmm. similar similarly with astrology and pro- what you're talking about, um, you put in your time and your date and location and everything like that. And it goes through who you are, kind of like pulls everything together from your astrological chart. And it okay. tells you why you are that way. It sounds similar to the pattern on this. Kind of yeah, sort of. it's it's really cool. It it's like for instance it says it tells you like I am this but my emotions are this. I think in this way and it says I think in a curious way which is Mercury and Sagittarius on, on my chart. And um which makes so much sense because I am such a curious person and that's why I started this podcast in the first place. Thanks. So it just it's very cool. I think you would appreciate it as well. Yes, yes. Send that over to me. I'll definitely like for sure give it a a a look. Cool. Um I'm going to show you. I also have these oracle cards that a good friend of mine um, has given me. They're like animal spirits, um, which wow. I think is so dope. What's the deck called? Uh, the Spirit Animal Oracle. Cool. And the other one is? That one is called uh, Modern Witch. Cool. I love when I draw cards and they kind of um, just like fly out. Because in my mind, yeah. I'm like, that's the one. <laughs> you know, I've been watching you and then they fly and you're like, oh, let's let's check it out. <laughs> <laughs> I love that tactic. It's so funny. <laughs> um, one of my questions for you was, is there somebody you consider an expander for you and showing you that you're capable of heading in this direction? And it sounds like the friend that you saw, to I, he read you cards, right? And then you took that leap. But is that what got you back into tarot? So he definitely kind of sparked it. And he for sure is someone that I always, yo, he, I call him my guru. Like I, I literally call him my guru. And it's funny because he comes to me for, for things as well. But yeah, he definitely sparked it. But it didn't take off until a few more people started mentioning it, mentioning it to me and was like, yeah, I think that definitely um, you should get into this. Um, the last person, the one that told me that, you know, get someone to buy the deck for you. Um, she was like, I really would love to see what, your interpretation of the cards are because you have such like your intuition is, is like, you know, it's really on point and like, you really like take your time to like process, you know, information and things like that. She's like, I would love to know what you think about the cards. So again, this, it wasn't on my radar. It was not on my radar, but, um, I'm very open. I like, I, I don't like just close myself off to things. So once I heard it like the third time, I was like, you know what? All right, let me give it a try. Like, why not? You know? Yeah. So here's my thing. Um, I'm very spiritual. However, in my family, um, not so much. Like I'm, I'm literally like black sheep in my family, and um, it's weird because a lot of the times I, I, I don't really care what people think, but 
for whatever reason, like my family, like my mom, that makes me a little bit more nervous. You know, I I wouldn't feel comfortable opening up opening up to my mom about the the tarot and spiritual stuff because she's not like she's not that. She's from a whole nother generation and she's not as understanding. She can be, but I think that out of fear, like she wouldn't be as understanding about this. She's one of those where it's not that she wouldn't support me, but her thoughts of what it might view like to society is more of her concern because yeah. truthfully, like a lot of people are not into tarot, believe it or not. They're like, they think it's like, you know, devil work and things like that, which I think is so crazy. Cause I'm like, this stuff is so helpful and spot on. Like, I'm like, I don't know for people who have never tried this. I'm not sure what you're getting from this, you know? Like, right. I'm not, when people are like, you know, oh, this is that, like, I don't completely turn away from it. it if anything, I want to explore it a little bit from my own safe standpoint, just to see mm-hmm. what I think it is. Um, because the truth is, how would you know if you never even tried, you know? Yeah. Especially the way that you've done it so far, which I really love is you're, it's like, it's, it's basically advice and kind of just opening your eyes up to certain things to keep an eye out for, or just like a little bit of motivation. I mean, you're pulling these cards and you're like, go just, you know, do it. And that's, that's what I need right now. Like I am doing it. I'm trying like, I'm making it happen. And Mm -hmm. it's so cool that your cards are kind of confirming that and, or even just like, just watch out for those habits, you know? And it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, like I got to try to think about what those habits are and act on making it just being mindful of that and doing those things less. So I just think it's like a mindful exercise essentially. And just a conversation. Literally. Um, it's so funny that you say conversation because that's, um, what I'm, I plan on calling. So my website, it's, it's conversations with Shay. Shay's my nickname, but yeah, literally, cause I, I want to try to like change, um, how people might view it. So like I worded a certain way. Um, cause I feel like, you know, sometimes when you word things a certain way, it's more comfortable for people, but essentially, you know, it is what it is. And it's funny because sometimes when I do readings for people, it, it gets a little bit deeper because we have a conversation where like, I'm learning more things about them. And now the intuition can kick in a little bit more. So yes. once the cards are pulled, now it's like, okay, wait, I think this is what it's telling me, you know? Right now, I'm just, you know, I did like a general reading, like this just general information. But when you connect with someone like one-on-one and you, it, it almost turns into like therapy, like it gets really deep. Yeah. So in my intuition, like really can go deeper with it. Some people can like seriously tap in and like they, they're, you know, like on a psychic level. Um, I, I'm not that deep. Not saying that I, that I can't get that deep, but I, I haven't like, tapped into those realms. But I think that's also amazing too, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think all the ways of doing it are, are right. You know, I don't know if there's a wrong way to pull tarot cards and I love what you're doing. I think it's so exciting. Um, and you never know where it's going to take you or how deep you'll be able to get after you really get into the flow of things. And after you really start learning the cards and learning how to, uh, essentially the word I'm losing right now is the word I'm looking for, but like, um, convey the messages, you know, (laughs) what I was just blocked from. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Definitely. Um, I love it. And I feel I'm, I'm excited to see, um, my growth in it. Cause again, I'm still like, I'm just, I'm brand new. Like, you know, some people have been doing this for like, like eons, you know? So I imagine (laughs) that my style will change or, you know, my intuition will, you know, open up even more. Um, or what I do to like, you know, channel, you know, change as well. 
So for me, like, this is, I think it's great. And I feel like there's so much growth in it, which I like. I like growth. I like being able to learn more or, you know, just just push forward with the things that, that, I, that I choose to do. It makes it interesting for me, yeah. um, which I think is great. Definitely. And the way that you connect with people is going to get deeper, faster. So sure. you'll be able to know more sooner. For sure. For sure. Definitely. So cool. So something that you and I have touched on briefly and previously was that you're currently in a phase of pivoting your craft. Can you explain this a little bit more in regards to what and how you're doing that? Maybe when it comes to your podcast that you have, if you want to talk about that and your YouTube channel. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I do have a podcast and also a YouTube page. Uh, my podcast and YouTube, they're both called Bohemian Soul. Um, the only thing is for YouTube, it's not a, it's not an O, it's a zero. So basically when I started, I started with the podcast first. Um, for me, I, I love having like, you know, intimate conversations, like very personal, like, you know, kind of like one-on-one kind of thing. I love talking about like spirituality and things like that. Um, so originally like my podcast was kind of, I don't know, it was almost like a, like an open diary kind of situation where, you know, I'd have certain topics that I would discuss and, you know, it'd be based on things that happened in my life um, that I wanted to give advice on. So that was kind of like how I started off. And then when I shifted to my YouTube page, because I feel like people are also like, you know, people love to get like a visual as well. So that's why I started um, doing YouTube. And I started thinking to myself, I was like, I, I really do enjoy, you know, talking and giving advice. But I also was like, I, what can I do to kind of like, um, again, I'm into switching things up. So what I've been doing is, I think that for the podcast, I kind of want to keep it as, um, you know, personal conversations and, and have more features with like uh, different um, co-hosts and stuff like that. For the YouTube, I decided that, you know, since I'm getting into tarot, you know, doing personal readings, but also just general readings, like maybe my my YouTube page can be focused more on um, advice and advice through um, conversation with tarot cards. So that's how I've been switching over the YouTube page. So now um, if you check it out, you'll start to see me doing more like card readings, like general card readings. Um, Yeah. So, you know, it's been like little things like that. And um, yeah, I really like with the the podcast to be like, um, I'm definitely going to do features with more people for sure. So I've been, you know, sitting down thinking about topics. Also, I was thinking to myself, you know, there's a lot of like controversial things that are going on and, and things that need to be talked about. And, right. you know, I had a conversation with a guy friend of mine the other day about something. And he said to me, he was like, yo, you really should use your podcast to talk about these things because a lot of guys don't know about this. And I was like, you know what? And it's funny because I do love talking about controversial things because I am, I deeply believe in equality for everyone. And I don't like when things are not fair. I understand, you know, in life, you know, that's, it's not always going to be fair, but I feel that the more we speak on these things, people have no choice but to address it, which is kind of what's happening now in the world. Like people are speaking up on everything and I love it because it needs to be talked about. So, um, it sparked something in my brain and I was like, you know what? I'm going to sit down and, um, write down a few topics that I think are very important. And I want to have people um, talk with me that I think will, you know, be great for the conversation. Um, but I really do feel like there's some things that need to be spoken on and need to be out there. And so that's kind of the direction I'm going in with the podcast. Yeah, I like that. 
Yeah. I like that a lot because it definitely takes a confident and grounded woman to be able to sit down and have these conversations, especially to share. It does. And I wasn't ready before, but I think that now I'm more ready. I'm like, cool. this is the time. This is the time. And and literally people have been telling me about, you know, doing this. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I'm ready to do it. <laughs> and you know what's amazing, Siobhan, is that it sounds like a lot of people really um, talk you up to you and inspire you to do certain things. And whether mm-hmm. they might be the right thing at that time or not, it's something to to milk and consider, you know, but also it's really special because I know for me, people don't really suggest things. It's kind of more me just trying to feel it out and figure myself out and try things and fail and try something new and, you know, stop doing that and whatever. The only thing was real estate for me that my, my whole life has been like a, why don't you get in real estate? Like, well, you know, real estate, real estate, real estate. Mm-hmm. And I've fought it my whole life and I've resisted it. I actually just heard on a podcast like something about that resistance and to follow mm-hmm. that sometimes because as wild as it is to think, you know, there are certain times to do this and I, I don't know how to decipher them. But mm-hmm. what once I broke through the resistance, I feel like now I'm ready to flow and it's so wild. So it's just cool for you that, you know, long story short, people in your life are telling are like suggesting you to do these things meaning you obviously provide a certain type of something for them in these ways you know what's so funny about that oh my god going back to astrology the friend of mine that 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 does astrology he now i can't remember what he said was in my chart it was something it might have been jupiter and my jupiter was in taurus but in the the 10th house it was either the 10th house or the 11th house a house of like friendships and and kind of like how I present myself in the world. And I think it's funny because the truth is like, I, I do value what people tell me and kind of suggest because it definitely does give me inspiration. I get inspiration off of people. Like I have my own inspiration as well, but, but sometimes like talking to people, like I'm like, Oh, okay. Now I see it it makes the picture a little bit more clear in my own head. So it's so funny that you just kind of confirmed that I'm like, Oh, look at life. Just like, Reflecting back through Ali, I don't know, like you know, <laughs> but that's what works for me. Like, like people will really tell me things, and I'm like, I don't even realize that I'm like touching people in any kind of way. Like, I'm just talking, you know, and yeah. they'll point things out to me, and I'm like, okay, I was not thinking about it in that way, but thank you for pointing that out because now it's on my radar, and now I can think about it. Because I yeah. do give up a little bit of a resistance as well about certain things. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm realizing that what you just said is true. Like those things that, that you resist are that that's probably the route you want to go, you know? Yeah. And we're most likely resisting it. I mean, we want to like kind of dig in a little bit as to why. And I've definitely like spoken to my therapist about this. And uh, mm-hmm. for instance, like I think for me, having been raised by a realtor mom, single woman, I mean, my I, my dad was around, but, mm-hmm. you know, not in the same household. And um, I just saw the struggle and the the mm-hmm. intensity and the lack of, and the you know, it was just like, but I didn't, I saw it from the standpoint as a, a little girl, you know, and, I but I think com- go- going through that, and then coming out this end of it and realizing that maybe there are other ways to do it, you know what I mean? And, or whatever mm-hmm. have you, but it's just like, so you're resisting it because of fear and the fear might not even be yours, but it might be yours. So maybe the fear is your mom's of, of going out into the world and presenting yourself as a tarot card reader, you know, so, or yeah. something like that. 
You know, it's funny. Um, I really want to learn more about like my ancestry. Mm-hmm. Um, like for instance, it's funny because, you know, my grandma, she was the only grandparent that I ever had a connection with because all of them, you know, died when I was either before I was born or like super young. Mm-hmm. And my grandma, I, oh my God, like love, loved her to death. Still love her, of course, you know. And yeah. it's funny because like, she's also a Sagittarius just like me. And yeah. we had a lot of similar qualities when I, when I think back on it, I'm like, like grandma was kind of like, she, you know, was very much like a outspoken person in a sense. And, and I'm, I'm the same way. And I realized that my grandma was also into like a lot of natural and herbal things. And I am as well. But here's the funny thing. My mom isn't, right? She's not into any of that stuff. And I realized mm-hmm. that a lot of my friends that have parents that are more spiritual, they tend to stray away from that. But yeah. then it's kind of like their offspring kind of like follows back. And, I, and I'm beginning yeah. to realize that a lot of the things that my grandma did are in me. And I want to learn so much more about my ancestry, like even deeper than that, because I want to see like, was anyone like into like shamanism or stuff like that? Because all that stuff is right up my alley. However, I'm... I'm not gonna lie. Like, there's a fear behind it. I don't. I don't know what the fear is fully. I. I guess because I don't want to feel. I don't know. Like judged or, because again, like no one in my family like really does that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's just like. But I feel like it's in my family. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like it's 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 somewhere down the line that nobody really even remembers or knows about. And yeah, I want to get a reading or something done that will connect me somehow to some of that stuff. But I'm so mm-hmm. scared to do it. I don't know why. Like, I'm scared to do it. And it's funny because sometimes I'll have dreams about like psychics approaching me and I, and I immediately go to them. But in like, in actual reality, when anyone that comes, you know, like, cause I've had psychics try to stop me and tell me things, I immediately pull away. I'm like, no, please. Cause I don't want to hear anything that I don't want to hear that I'm not prepared to hear. But it's so interesting that in the dream world, like I'm into it, but in like, you know, reality, I'm not. And a friend of mine was like, your soul is probably trying to push you towards it, but your mind, <laughs> your mind is like resisting, yeah. but maybe I need to like, just go to it. Wow. I'm still not like fully ready, but I, you know, I, I'm getting closer to it. Like I, I do want to, I do want to learn more. I do. Are I we like ever fully ready? ready? I saw something on Instagram the other day and I can't recite it exactly, but it was something about like, if when we step into our power, we're kind of like releasing all of the women in our history who didn't get the chance to do that, mm. you know? So, mm. and then, you know, I mean, you're spiritual, so I'm sure you can relate on this, but then they're probably supporting you in a certain way. You know, you just have to like jump into it. I know. I, you know, everything you're saying is true. It resonates. It resonates. It's just more of just me kind of holding me back. You know, it's weird. I feel like sometimes in life when we're on the brink of something, like something very important, like something that like is for us, there it's we meet it with like um, resistance because we're like, you know, you know, this thing can change your whole world or like, you know, you're, you're just not ready because you're, you're so used to like living life a certain kind of way that, you know, you're not even sure what the other side of that looks like. Um, totally. Which is how I know for sure, like this is probably, this is definitely the path that I, I'm supposed to go down. But what you're saying is true. You, you know, it's so funny. Like when you were talking about V and you said that, you know, your sternum started hurting you and you were like, oh yeah, no, this is, this is for me to go. I had a similar experience um, where my knee started hurting me super bad because the floors are so hard. You know, we had like the marble floors that'd be like, it's super hard. And like, I was like, I've never had knee issues. And like, I ended up developing a cyst on the back of my knee because of that job. And Ali, you would think that I would leave, but I stayed. Oh. 
Mm-hmm. And I say because I'm so, I'm a person of comfort. And so I admire people that can take a risk and just jump and do it, but I couldn't do it. And I struggle with like jumping sometimes because I'm so used to the comfort, but life all around me has become so uncomfortable. And, and but this time I'm actually okay with it because I'm like, somehow through the discomfort is, 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 it makes, it pushes me to do what I need to do. You know what I'm saying? So whatever reason I'm like, I feel, I, I do feel uncomfortable, like for many reasons, whatever, you know, we're living in times that are like crazy, but I think that it's, it's leveling me up to do what I need to do. But you know, I admire that you were able to do that because some people like, you know, myself, I I just can't, I'm, you know, my moon is in Taurus. Like I want to, I want to, this feels good. I don't want to go like, you know? Yeah. Well, that was the thing for me. It got to a place where it didn't know, it no longer felt good. Like I couldn't, mm-hmm. I couldn't handle it anymore. You know, like my body physically at that point was like, yeah. do something, you know what I mean? And before that, even I really wanted to get out, but I didn't because I didn't have a physical reason to do that. And then it was kind of like, I can't, I cannot. Like, why is my sternum hurting me? This job is not worth it. No job is worth any ounce of physical pain. And yeah, I mean, it was, it was honestly because I physically couldn't anymore. And it, it's so interesting that it, that yours was like mine was in my chest. And I feel like what I really needed and wanted was something towards my career, which I felt like V was because I loved what it was about, you know, the health and all that and health and wellness. And I could always find purpose in a job that I'm in, which is really helpful. But Mm -hmm. um, it was like in my heart, like I needed to get out because I needed to start my career, which is how it felt. And for you, it's like in your knee, which is like, you obviously find that you struggled jumping, you know, and it's yes. like, oh, we're yeah, going to no. make it even harder until you jump. That's crazy. It's Here's the thing. Don't get me wrong. I was in super pain, but there was things with V, like, again, it was just, you know, politics and stuff like that. But again, I got comfortable in that job because I got the schedule that I wanted. You know, I was making the money that I wanted. Yeah. I found myself in the same pattern as the last job. And, but this time there was nothing to, that was like kind of what, what pushed me to leave the last job was I got into like an argument with one of the managers and I was like, that was my straw. Unfortunately, the pain in my knee and it should have been enough, but it wasn't like, believe it or not, like, and it's crazy to even say that, like, you know, like I was trying to compensate with my knee by wearing different shoes or like doing this and doing that instead of just going. And Mm -hmm. I realized, um, you know, through this time of just sitting down and, 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 you know, having time to think to myself, I was like, I don't want to ever again, wait to a point like that. You know, yeah. it, it made me realize that. And like, I was actually mad at myself in a sense, but then I was like, I have to be gentle with me too. At the same time, like I was just doing what I thought I could, you know, life happens like that. It made me realize that the moment I feel things become uncomfortable, it's a sign for me to like, you know, gear up, do something else or whatever the case is, you know, or jump into what I need to jump into, you know? So yeah. And it teaches me as well. Definitely. Even if it's just incorporating something new and taking on something a little extra, if you have the space for it or creating the space for it until you know the next thing. But sometimes, you know, the action creates the momentum and that creates the outcome. So if you start taking action towards something new and seeing where it goes, and maybe it doesn't go anywhere, but maybe it does, you know? So it's like, you don't have to just completely jump every time, but if you like step your, dip your toe in to the water and feel it out and explore that. But the only way we can do that is action. Very true. And that's how I feel like 
I've been gaining some serious momentum, like your cards were kind of telling me, because I started really taking the action. I found the energy. I created the energy. I started taking action. The action created some momentum. I got my first transaction done. And not to say that's going to, you know, all these transactions are going to come falling out of the sky. But once you get your first one, they say that, you know, it's just, it's easier. You've, you've gotten, it's like popping the cherry, you know? So it's, you just got to take action and creates momentum. So I'm so excited for you that you're pulling these cards for family and friends or whoever you're, you know, pulling cards for and doing this YouTube channel. I think that's so exciting. And the more you do it, the better you get, the more things happen. Very true. Very true. I'm excited. You know, like the process, it's slow, but um, I'm also enjoying that as well because I know that once I get to the point that I, you know, I desire to to reach, I'm going to look back and be like, wow, like I can see how the little steps I took led to this big moment. You know what I'm saying? So because some people, you know, they they take action. Right. And they expect like these major results. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's just like that's that's also not how it works. You know, like like, you know, sometimes you, you take the action, but you also want to like. I don't know, kind of like have steps to go as well, you know, because what happens when you reach this point, you know, like a lot of people, I don't know how you feel about this, but a lot of people feel like, you know, fake it till you make it. And I kind of don't agree with that because I don't want to show up somewhere and like have this, you know, dope exterior, but you know, they start to, people start to go deep and there's nothing there. I have nothing to offer nothing to show, you know, like, no, I want to have, I don't want to just fake it till I make it. I want to, I want to know, I want to grow and learn as I'm getting there. You know, I, I don't, I don't want to just pull up, you know? So in a sense, I don't fully like agree with that. Like I want to just kind of work my way to, I want to be the the student and the teacher, you know? Yeah. I do. I see your side, but I want to play devil's advocate. And, um, in saying that I feel like you still, you, there still is a process and there still are those steps, but sometimes to get to the next step, you have to fake it. So you make it just to that next step. And also a lot of the times what we do as humans is undermine what we already know. So mm-hmm. we just have to, you know, start having the conversations that we need to have in order to learn and fucking up in the conversations, making mistakes and learning from them because that's the only way you're going to learn is mistakes and trying. So yeah. you know, faking it till you make it. Yeah, I grew up with a real estate mom, but it doesn't mean I've been listening to all of her conversations. I never thought to just like pick up on all the things because I I literally thought this was the last thing on earth I would ever do. But then 2020 hit and it kind of was. But I'm really excited about it. And it makes so much sense that I'm going this way, which is pretty neat and funny at the same time. But I think it's just it's interesting because you start having the conversations early on and nothing comes from it. And that's totally fine. You learn from the conversations and you start to realize what you know. You start to learn what you don't know and what you need to know more of. So in a way, how do you get started without and maybe it's not faking it. Maybe it's trying till you make it, you know, okay. <laughs> but maybe, yeah, I think it's the word in that throws me off too, you know, yeah. but but I, I totally see where you're coming from too as well. I get that. And, and you just gave me like different perspective, which is great. You know? So I, I, you know, I take bits and pieces, you know, wherever, everywhere I go. I like when people give me their, their side as well. Cause you know, it makes sense too. Totally. Me too. I like seeing different, I mean, how do we, how can we relate to all different kinds of people if we don't see how other people are thinking or, or, you know, the thought process, because I don't know, unless you're reading a lot of books, (laughs) I I prefer to have conversations. I mean, I like reading too, but it's easier for me to talk than it is to read. No, I hear you, girl. A lot of people (laughs) close off though. You'd be surprised. 
Like, uh-huh. like me, like, um, you know, I'm very open and I love having conversations with people that are open as well, even if we don't have the same view, because yeah. you don't know what you can get from these conversations. Like, you'd be surprised you take like little bits and pieces like you're, you're you might be looking at something from a, you know, a certain lens and then someone, you know, gives you their lenses and you're like, oh, OK, I see that, too. You know, yeah. and that's where the growth comes from as well. Like, so it's very important to be open. Definitely. And and you can keep your uh, your perspective or it's helpful to see more of the other perspective to solidify your own or mm-hmm. even just to understand the differences, the alternative viewpoints. And at the end of the day, so I actually had a conversation with my stepbrother regarding like feminism and mm-hmm. he's a little more like conservative than me and I'm, you know, a little more liberal. And at mm-hmm. the end of the day, we had a very similar outlook. I think wildly enough. And we were both kind of shocked that we're like, huh, you know, it's like, okay, we're really not that far off here. It's just, you call yourself this, I call myself this. And the, Mm -hmm. the larger picture of what we think is maybe so just like, it's not easy to label, I guess, until you have the conversation. Yes, that's very true. Labels, man, labels can be, yeah, there's a thing with the labels, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a whole nother topic. Yeah, <laughs> but that's why I think it's so good to be open because you'd be surprised at what you, you, you know, the revelation that you come to, like, especially for you to be more liberal and, you know, your stepbrother to be more conservative and you, you, both of you guys being open and now you're able to see like, okay, so we do have like, you know, similarities in the way that we think and what we would want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's, that's important. Totally. I love it. I love all these random tangents. They're so good. (laughs) But back to these questions, I would love to know your thought process in this because being about two years into this podcast from the launch date, which is around February, I know I've thought long and hard about how I can improve and or alter this show a bit. So can you share with us a takeaway, whether it be a lesson learned or some kind of strategy in regards to listening to your inner voice and making a shift in your current reality of what you're putting out into the world? Yeah, for sure. I feel like um, definitely for me, I like to take a lot of time to myself. Like I told you, like I like to go on like... um, my walks like I like to walk by the river because for me it's like I get to spend some time with myself this is why I say like you know it's very important for us to like not always look for you know outside sources or like focus on addictions because these things kind of take away from being with you and how else are you going to get a message if you're not really like in tune with your with yourself you know so Um, I definitely recommend meditation. And I know a lot of people say, oh, you know, I try meditation. It doesn't really work. But people have to understand, like meditation can look like so many different things. Like you don't need to be sitting on a, a mountain, you know, Indian style. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like trying to like tune in. Like it could be a simple walk. You know, it could be listening to like certain kind of music that kind of like mellows you and, and kind of like relaxes you and, and opens you up in a sense. Because you want to be open. Um, I also kind of, in a sense, set a intention, like I'll, I'll ask myself questions, whether it's out loud or inside my head, you know, like, where do I want to go with my podcast? Or, you know, what do I want this to look like in the end? Or, you know, you want to ask certain questions, like you want to be very specific with the question that you ask, because you want to put it out into the universe. And when you put it out there, you know, you don't want to expect the answer really quickly, because um, that's not how it always works, maybe sometimes, but, you know, just put it out there. And be open to what the messages might be coming back to you. It could be something through a song. 
It could be through something um, someone is saying to you. It could be through um, something that you read, maybe a dream, something like that. But you have to, it's very important to be open. It's very important to set intentions and ask specific questions on what you desire. Like, where do you want this to go? Or how do you want this to grow? Or what do you want this to, to see? How can, you know, you just have to ask like a lot of questions. So for me, that's what I've been doing. Um, mm-hmm. And write things down, like, write Like I, I, Right, whether it's in my phone or it's like you know on a notepad, but I write things down because I like to come back to to my writing and like just to see where my mind is at and what I might pick up from that. Um, yeah. But my takeaway definitely be open, set intentions, and wait for the answers. <laughs> yes, that's all such good advice, especially for me the questions because something I even mm-hmm. talked to my therapist about was sometimes I don't know what questions to ask. And mm-hmm. I think that's the hard, the hard part. It's not asking the questions. It's like knowing what to ask. So probably getting quiet and, you know, the, that meditation time really ignites certain questions. I know I meditate, but sometimes, you know, and I guess that's usually where the questions come up. But um, yeah, sometimes it's just like, I feel like I need more questions to ask or deeper questions or get too hung up on what questions. And that happens to a lot of people too, especially when you're kind of like, you know, there's a point that you reach when you, I, I guess like right before growth, um, sometimes it's like, okay, I don't know which way to go, you know? So maybe, maybe the questions could be, um, it could be more of like, um, you're asking the universe to, to provide you with the information that you need to know. You know, it could mm-hmm. be instead of like being very, I guess, very detailed, maybe just start off by saying, what do I need to know in this moment right now? Yeah. And, you know, put that out there instead and and wait to see what comes back. You'd be surprised that like, you know, something like clicks in your brain and you're like, oh, like I wasn't thinking about that. Those thoughts that kind of give you like a like a like a light bulb turning on focus yeah. heavily on those thoughts. Like people kind of like, you know, we kind of like ignore them. But when you get those thoughts that something seems like it just turned on. I think that those are the ones that you want to hold on to because there's some sort of like there's something in there. There's some sort of information. And then when the light bulb turns on, then it, it makes it a little bit easier to ask more questions and they get right. a little bit more detailed, you know? Yes. Yes. Totally. Yes. Looking for the signs that light us up essentially. Right. Right. Yeah. That's great advice. Yeah. Of course. Awesome. Cool. So what's your relationship like with creativity? You know, it's interesting. I think that, um, at one point when, when it came to my creativity, um, I feel like I, I associated a lot of it with pain. Mm. Um, it could, it could have been like a a breakup or, you know, some traumatic thing happened in my life. Like, I feel like that's where a lot of my, I I thought that's where a lot of my creativity came from, you know? Um, cause like, I look back at things like poetry that I wrote and I was like, you know, some of it's like real, like sad or whatever the case is. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, I think the truth is like, again, going back to like teaching myself to be more open, um, I think that's what allows the creativity to come in. Also having conversations with people that, you know, are very much like-minded like me, because somehow it helps to gauge my thoughts, you know, like, and it's going to look different for a a lot of people, but um, I really do feel that just being quiet and being within yourself, you can learn to tap into things, which I think that's where creativity comes from, tapping in. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I don't know, in my older days, I, I, me tapping in helps me become like very creative. Like when I'm in my space, you know, like I like to keep my space like, like really clean. Cause I feel like it helps the energy to flow and things like that. Um, 
But when I'm quiet and I'm sitting still and I'm like, you know, maybe I have some meditative music on, something, whatever like relaxes me. And like, I just kind of like relax. Um, I don't know, like it, it, it opens me up in a way that I'm like, okay, maybe I want to do things like this or, you know, I don't know. It, it just opens me up in like a different kind of sense. That's, that's so helpful. I think taking the time, it, it, it just keeps coming back to that. And that's something that 2020 really, you know, smacked us in our face with. (laughs) Um, and I think that's probably why for a big part of it. I mean, there's a lot of other stuff out there, but I think that's that's really helpful, definitely. And this year, actually, I want to send this to you and I'm going to link it too, is there's this podcast episode from one of my favorite podcasters. It's called mm-hmm. That's So Retrograde. I feel like you would love them if you don't already know them. No, but I don't. They're great. And uh, every year they have this guy come on and he talks about numerology for the year ahead. And he okay. was like pretty spot on with 2020 and 2021's like this year of action. And um, mm-hmm. I... I forget what you just said that reminded me of that. But anyway, (laughs) Mm -hmm. creativity. Yeah. And just taking that time and that space and that 2020 gave us and start like acting on those things. Right. Right. Yeah. definitely. Yeah. Let me know about it. um, I'll definitely check it out for sure. But yeah, that's so interesting. Like everything, like everything is, is definitely action. Like, it's just like, you know, it's so funny, like, especially um, we're, you know, we're now in the age of Aquarius as most astrologers say and, a lot of that is going to be allowing you to take action. And because we're like, we're also um, in a space where like so many things that people have never thought would, would have been possible or like become impossible, you know, mm-hmm. and some of it is good. Some, some of it, you know, not so good, but I think that the good parts, like I'm looking like, I want to take it and run with it. Yeah. That's all I'm thinking. Like I want to take it and run with it. Where can Siobhan now go? You know? Yes. That's literally what this is, this numerologist says. Oh, really? Yeah. So you're spot on. I love it. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Tapping in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are some examples of activities you do to enhance your well-being? Um, definitely like to try to do yoga as much as possible. For me, also, um, how I eat is very important. Like, I like to keep my. I feel like the more um, I guess cleaner my diet is or the more conscious I am of what I'm putting into my body, like really helps because yeah. when I get into moments where like, I'm just doing a lot of junk food and things like that, like, you know, then I get into this space where I'm just like, you know, I'm lethargic. I don't want to do anything, you know? So I think it's important to, um, definitely like, you know, eat right and also get like probiotics in or, or different vitamins or herbs. Like I love herbs, like, especially like herbal teas and stuff like that. Um, I'm, that's like up my alley. Um, also again, with tapping in and, and not, um, feeding too deeply into addictions again, like I'm trying to like discipline myself as far as like how much I'm, you know, on social media. That's a big one for me. Like a big, big one. Like I'll be in my bed for like hours, just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Like, and you realize like, what does that actually do for me? Like nothing, you know, it's, it, it doesn't help me with, um, being creative or, I mean, maybe to an extent you might see some things that, you know, kind of stand out, but for the right. most part, like. Not really. You know, I definitely focus in on trying to give myself some sort of structure. Yeah, I agree. I think that's helpful for me too, honestly. And that was a huge part of coming into the new year was like, all right, I gave myself 2020 and now I need mm-hmm. to take 2021, you know? Girl, take it. Take it and run. <laughs> Taking it and running <laughs> faster than I ever have. Is there a daily or weekly habit you have that is a non-negotiable in your lifestyle? I mean, yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like now for sure, checking in with myself, 
because I feel like I, I, you know, when I was working, I really didn't have the time to do that. Like I was just so focused on like getting money and and yeah. making sure that like you know my bills and stuff were paid. I didn't have time to like really check in with Siobhan and see if she was okay and how she was doing. You know what I'm saying? Like so, definitely yeah. focusing on on myself for sure. Um, always checking in. And, and again, for me, it 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 looks different at times. Like sometimes it could be going for my walks or meditating in my home but definitely checking in with me for sure is something that I feel like I have to do yeah I think that's that's great and if it took 2020 for you to learn that I think that's not a bad takeaway yeah yeah no not you know what is it you do that helps you through current challenges that you didn't have in your toolbox five years ago reach out to people Ooh. um because I feel like for me, for the longest time, I've always kind of been like, um, like the rock, you know, like people like depend on me and, you know, it was, it's been fine most of my life. Like, I don't mind like trying to like support people like that. I I feel like, you know, that's my life just always trying to like support and look out for people. Like, that's just kind of like, like how I am by design. Mm -hmm. Um, but I realized like towards my later twenties, like, um, you know, maybe like 28, 29 ish, um, I started realizing that, you know, my own weights got so heavy that I could no longer be the rock for people. I was just like, I'm falling apart with my own stuff. But I started to think, um, what does that look like for the strong person to reach out to somebody else? Like, would they look like, oh, no, like if the strong person can't be strong, will they think like, I don't know, like we're doomed to or some shit like that? Yeah. Um, oh, sorry for person. I don't know if I could or not, but no, I'll <laughs> But yeah, I, I was so afraid of like trying to reach out because I was like, I don't know what that looks like because I, I, you know, never really had to do that. So, you know, sometimes I'd be like suffering in silence, like really just being torn down. And I was like, you know what? I was like, I, I was like, I can't, like, I just can't. So I also learned to, to um set up some boundaries, you know, when I have like, you know, heavy moments, like if people are coming to me to dump their problems or situations on me. Like, I, you know, I, I'll be there for you as much as I can, but I had to draw a line. Like, you know, I can't right now. Like I have my own things going on. So there's that. But I also found a foundation of people that I knew I could reach out to if I felt really low. So yeah, those two things, definitely setting up boundaries and and um, learning to reach out. Very important for me. Yeah. Those are huge. And I can relate to that being, you know, trying to be that strong person all the time. And realizing you need to ask for help when you need it. It's true. It's true. And you're deserving of that. And everyone should, I mean, I hate the word should, but everyone, you know, like needs to. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we're, we're meant to be a collective thing, not so individualistic. And that's just where, you know, the 21st century has taken us. Mm-hmm. Like actually, like has yeah. like a lot of people to to realize that too, like because we're all like we're all going through this, we're all being like affected, you know. So mm-hmm. as a whole, right? Exactly. Yeah. Totally. Yes. Lastly, Siobhan, is there anything you wish we spoke about? Something I didn't ask, or something intuitive that you would like to share? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> no pressure. If nothing comes up. Oh, how about, you know, because uh, I don't always ask for this, like, well, I don't know, do you, do you have any advice that, you know, based on anything that I said, do you think that there's anything? Because I feel like um, I'm, I, I love, like, trying to help guide people and, um, you know, I love giving people, like, just kind of like a, 
like, hey, maybe, you know, you should incorporate this or try this. Like, is there anything that you think that I can add to my own growth or? Ooh, I like <laughs> this. I like this. A little bit of a turned table here. Um, right. <laughs> I would say that's such a good question. I mean, I think you're definitely on the right track for sure. And I think a lot of things that we discussed, you kind of kept saying that it was confirmation, which is really cool. And, um, and likewise, so thank you. But yeah. I think that so far from me, that's, that's really all that came up during this. I feel like you're really on the right path. You're really aware, self-aware, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And, and obviously intuitive. So I think just keep rolling with that and, uh, just keep doing what you're doing. Yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. you for having me too. Thank you so much for being here. This was so much fun. I'm so, I'm so glad that we, we finally made it happen and connected. This was really, really enjoyable. Yes. Amen. Thank you. Welp, that is a wrap, folks. Thank you, as always, for listening. Siobhan, thank you so much for being here with me. That was so much fun. You really provided so much clarity for me in just that it felt like the cards that you pulled, the things that you said that, you know, I feel from talking to you, we're both in alignment in our purpose and at least on our way there, which is just a really nice feeling to have. And I want to share that feeling with everybody. So I think that this show has done that for me. And I'm really hoping that it's helping guide you and all of your friends and family members and, you know, whoever you're sharing the show with. It's doing that for you, too. That's those are my hopes and wishes for this show. Listeners, thank you so much for being here and sharing with us your time and your attention and your ears. I quickly wanted to suggest following and supporting Siobhan. If you love her as much as I do, you can also book an intuitive reading for yourself with Siobhan if you're seeking clarity on anything that's blocking your progress because we have one more month of Q1 for 2021. So let's all make a plan and run with it. Her prices are $65 for an hour and $35 for a half an hour, so that is a steal. You can book through the link in her bio or email her if there's not a specific time that works for you on her calendar. She's flexible and willing to work with you on a time that suits your needs, so I definitely suggest doing that right away. If you or anybody you know and love has real estate needs or questions, I'm your chick. You can find me at Seize Your Home on Instagram. That's S-E-A-S, your home. One last thing is that I just want to inspire you to write down all of your lists, goals for the year, the partner you want to attract into your life, maybe even the type of love you want your current relationship to morph into, all of the details for what you want to manifest in this lifetime. Remember, the bigger the dream, the better. The more action we take, the higher of a possibility things will happen. Don't play small. Plan on having the life you only thought possible in your dreams. Talk about what you want out loud to your friends and family because I'm starting to see that often when we openly share what we're seeking, what we're looking for finds us. That's it. I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for being here. You know where to find me on Instagram at spiritchulynutritious or email me wellandwhy at gmail.com. Please leave those five stars and a review because that shit is gold and I'll see you in two weeks. Until then, let's connect on social and work towards what we want because that is why we're here. Ta-ta for now.